one and let's go jack man what's going on how's things over east hey oh yeah good good happy uh in lockdown unfortunately but you know life's good um still on the grind you know happy days it's all good man you guys still in lockdown over east in victoria right now i don't pay attention to the news these days yeah oh we've been in and out and on and off for the last 18 months it's been a long a long struggle but uh, yeah, hopefully some light at the end of the tunnel. Um, yeah, just ticking along, doing what we can. Shit, like, I know Victoria was bad, but I was unaware that it's still in lockdown. Like, oh, what are the re- – is it just like you can't leave the house or is it restrictions? What's the situation? Yeah. Well, it's – we've kind of, like, come in and out. Like, at the moment, we had, um, like, a fair break. It was a couple of weeks off, and then there was a case, and they popped back in. they gone hard, like, straight away, so – like curfew can't let like you only can stay out till nine o'clock you got 5k radius you can't go out of that unless it's for work or whatever but um yeah they're pretty strict over here so it makes life hard but um yeah just doing what we can and trying to just keep on going you know uh, i understand man yeah. do you like uh have they made any announcements to when hopefully your lockdown might be over or because you got a fight um, coming up man <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I fingers crossed the fight. I think the fight might be getting pushed back, unfortunately, like just because of they won't be able to have a crowd because of restrictions. But um, I think I'm not too sure. I think the next date is like if this one gets pushed back because of restrictions. I think it's November 20. But um, just waiting on a few yeah confirmation things. But I think I heard New South Wales are coming out of lockdown in sort of mid October. So whether we follow the same route, if we're on the same sort of pace, track, um, yeah, it's them. I'm assuming around then. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, it's full on down here. It's a hard time. <laughs> yeah. I'm Like, in New South Wales, they've got, like, a whole different level of things going down, like getting, like, a 1,000 cases a day, these protests in the street, people fighting with police. It's just, like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's bang out it's of all on, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I haven't heard... I'm pretty sure in Victoria now it's a lot more controlled than it was, yeah. but, but I mean, we're lucky yeah. here in Perth. We, we haven't had any, ca- we, we had a couple of uh, cases or a case recently where it was a truck driver who came in from New South Wales, but it was very, very weak. So we didn't go into yeah. lockdown. But uh, that's the place to be at the moment, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, man. Because, uh, what is it now? Pretty much we have not everything is at full capacity, but we're heading down that route. So that's that's the moment where we're heading. But anyway, man, enough about the lockdown and shit. Let's talk about you, man. First of all, uh, I just want to say, uh, I mean, 2019 was a huge year for you. I mean, that was when you made your amateur debut against Bevan Chaya, which you won by TKO, which I watched, by the way, which was fucking brutal. Brutal. I mean, I really, I mean, for a young... uh, for a young guy such as yourself, I mean, I really like his style. It's almost like a gladiator, brawler-like style. Like, how did yeah, you... Yeah, I'm down for it. You go wherever it goes. I'm feeling how did you go in every aspect, man. Hey? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, how did you, like, what was your background? Like, how did you come into this style? Um, so, actually, to be honest, that wasn't, that was like my MMA debut. But I've actually had 20 amateur fights. I haven't... Um, like they had obviously just been sort of local shows and this and that, but um, I had, I, oh, I can't remember what that was. I think, that, yeah, that was my first um, amateur. On, I had my very, so my, it's a long story, but my very first fight, I was 16. 
and that was an amateur MMA fight. Yeah. So, like, I may have only had, say, two or so amateur MMA fights and I'm one pro, but I'm uh, as, a, as an amateur boxing, kickboxing, MMA, I went 15 and five. Like, I never really – I haven't – I should have used social media maybe to more of my, my, more of my advantage, but I kind of just was – I was fighting every – once a month, twice a month, um, kickboxing, boxing. So that was like my first, say, I'd say bigger amateur MMA. That was a big show, like a big amateur show. Um, but yeah, like I was no lack of experience, like going into that fight. I I started off yeah with amateur. Uh, my first fight was amateur um, amateur MMA in the AFC. They had an amateur AFC show, and uh, yeah, sixteen. I weighed in that fight was the guy missed weight by five kilos. I said, fuck it, let's go. Like I'm here now. Like. You don't, I'm here to, I'm not, I'm not here to play games. Like, like it is what it is, but like I, I took the fight and look, I, I learned a lot of lessons, but um, yeah, I was 16. And then, then I had about, I lost my first ever three fights. So I fought that. And then I fought a kickboxing fight, two kickboxing fights and lost them. And then I like learned so much in those three fights. And then my next, I've like, yeah, honestly, I had that many like amateur fights, just like, you know, kickboxing fights here and there. And, on like the sh- on the local shows down here, fighting on them, um, sort of built my way up through the amateurs, and then yeah, really struggled to get opponents in the end. The kickboxing, boxing, I won a Victorian, I won the Arnold Classic. We have a like a um, sports festival down here, and I won the Arnold Classic boxing tournament. Um, and then not long after that, I yeah, I, I, MMA was always my. Um, my like, route I wanted to take, but I just wanted to get anything in, like anything in, just to get you know the adrenaline dumps and that sort of out the way, like just get as much experience as I can. Um, and then yeah, then I came to ended up getting in like yeah the fight with Devin Chia. I didn't really like I, was, I had out my blue belt and all that by then, but um, I wasn't really say big on the scene kind of thing yet. Um, yeah, then that happened and. I had a few more after that, and then I couldn't. I had another amateur. I won a Victoria amateur boxing title, um, um, and then yeah, after that I just really couldn't get any fights and went pro. And COVID happened. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. so that really clears up a whole lot of things for me because when I hmm. when I was when I'm always trying to do a little bit of research, especially on guys as yourself who are sort of up and coming, like. It's yeah. hard to find out about your amateur history because your amateur history is what like builds you up so much. And Absolutely. when I was like watching the fight, I'm like, "There's no way." How is, I like I was, ch- I was checking all the fight records. Like, how has this guy only got two fights that are listed? Like, there's no way this yeah. guy's fought twice because you, the way that you fight, you fought with someone who's got a lot of experience. And when you said, yeah. "Oh, I've been fighting since I was 16," that makes so much sense. Yeah. Now, yeah. When you mentioned up, uh, like. You said you lost like three fights in a row. Like, what was like the the biggest uh, like lesson that came out of those three fights? What made you keep going? Um, I, I like obviously knew like amateurs was to just obviously build up as much confidence. Um, and I was never from those losses. Like my first fight, he like missed weight, and then I lost or whatever. Like I never was down on it. I was never like, oh, like this isn't for me. Or like I knew that now's the time to. Um, like yeah i could recognize these things but i never lost any confidence like i just sort of took little notes of i have to do this better like be prepared like for the feeling that i'm going to get like i'd never before i'd ever fought like, 
I'd never thrown a punch. Like I'd spar and shit, but before I walked into the gym, I've never had a fight. So like I have never been in like, you know, proper like a fight. So in the first fight, I it was just crazy adrenaline. And then each fight like, it gets better. But my first three fights, I wouldn't, I was never disappointed or whatever. I, I didn't accept it, but I took notes. Like I can't, it was just like, you know, things to do. Like I watched my fights back and I'm like, all right, that's how I look. I want to fix that. Um, yeah, lots of lots of lessons, lots of mental lessons, like feelings. All right, I'm going to feel this. Be prepared for this. You know, um, yeah. Like, I honestly, yeah, just, just, I was, I never, yeah, I was never down by it. I was just okay. This is what's going to happen, and then I just kept working and fighting as often as possible, and yeah, sort of ended up where I am. Wow, it's a definitely a, uh, it's come a long way since then. Yeah, so. Absolutely. You, you mentioned that you never had been in a fight before you started training and all that. So can what can you tell me yeah. about your background? How did you get involved in martial arts in the first place? Um, so, <laughs> um, so originally I've, I played AFL, like, yeah, no, you know, footy for um, eight years since I was young. And then, to be honest, just got kind of sick of the scene and just was, I, I, I played at quite like a high level and then just kind of got over it and thought, I want to start something new. And I had a friend from school and we were both like, oh, like fighting's kind of cool. Like me and dad had always, like, always watched fights, like just here and there, nothing, nothing, nothing too crazy, but always had been fans of, you know, martial arts and fighting and that. Um, and we we're like, oh, we'll go. To, I, I was talking to my friend. I was like, oh, we'll go down to the gym. And I actually followed through with it. He didn't come down, but I actually followed through it. And from the day I walked into that place, I, I felt at home, like, it's 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 not it's, it's not no crazy you know like story I was never I, it was just honestly just why not and I just fell in love I fell in love straight away. Oh uh, yeah. When you walked in, obviously you're very young and all that, and then you come from footy yeah. background, so you definitely came from athletic background, so yeah. that must have helped in some way, uh, yeah. you know, because usually some uh, fighters that I've spoken to when it comes to them transitions to martial arts, if they have some form of sporting background, they have some form of like coordination. And then of course they understand like agility and strength, things yeah. like that. They usually do, uh, they don't find it. I mean, obviously there's the skills to get down, but they don't find it too difficult to pick up. Uh, so one other yeah. thing, the other thing I was just gonna, we wanted to mention as well. So from the time when you started training in the gym, when was the time period to from there to when you had your first ever uh, amateur fight, which did you say was in boxing? Uh, that was MMA, sorry. Yeah, my first ever MMA. Yeah. So what was the time period between the two? Um, so I joined the gym when I was about 15. Like I was sort of, yeah, I was almost, almost sort of 16. I was just, just like halfway sort of 15. Um, so I think I trained for nine months. I did mainly like kickboxing. I really liked kickboxing. And then um, sort of because we had guys training MMA and BJJ at the gym, I was like, oh, I really want to give that a crack. I probably only did that for four months. Yeah, so altogether, I'd say uh, it was about nine months before I had my first fight. I was just, yeah, rolling to get in there and just get on board, get the experience. But, um, yeah, started when I was just over sort of 15, had my first fight at 16. Oh, that, oh, <laughs> then that was from then fighting every month as much as I could till about, yeah, 19 for three years. And then 
It's different. Look at where we are now. Wow. Nine months. Yeah. That's a very, very short yeah. period of time to go straight into it. Straight into yeah, I kinda, yeah. Like I kind of caught on quick. I don't know. I, I never had just never thought, but I don't know. Maybe you're just being like having this cool background since day one. Like, just, I don't know. It's just how I have been. You know, um, played footy and then I was in it like, in the gym with like at, at a young age, I was in the gym like doing spin spin bike classes. I was training like every single day, like, even when I was like 15, um, 14, 15, you know, like I was always just on it. And then, yeah, just you guys have a I learned, I, I feel like I learned lots of things, like, I learned pretty quick. And, um, yeah, I just just the, the boxing, the kickboxing, I just fell in love with it, like put all my energy into it and learned it and you know, grinded it. and yeah, ended up it was nine months, but um, yeah, it was fast. But I was confident. Like I, I had, you know, for for to, to have my first fight, I was confident. Like, yeah. Are you still in that same gym which you started at when you were sixteen? Yeah, yeah. So um, it's called XFC. So XFC uh, gym. I train it. Uh, there's a couple around the area. I live in sort of around the Frankston, sort of southeast suburbs um, of Victoria, and um, the gym was five minutes from my house. Um, and yeah, like that's family for me. Those guys, that's that's home, you know. I've, yeah, forever and always will be like there. I look to them. They're they're the taught me everything, and yeah, still so much to go. But nah, those guys, that gym's the best, you know. Yeah, for your sense of loyalty, appreciate that, man. I'm sure the gym's pretty happy for you, and they're definitely gonna be behind you because now you've got a fight coming up in a couple of weeks. Now let's just say that's piss off the pandemic for five minutes and then let's just go forward and talk about the, yeah. the fight actually happening so you're up yeah. against mitchell carter now first of all um did you know anything about him before you started fight uh, before you got uh the call to fight him uh no i'd never no disrespect i've never heard of him now um yeah I, I i once i sort of got the match um i heard i went back and had his record six and one like Obviously, you know, knows what he's doing. Um, but no, and I'd never, I had, like, throughout the pandemic and that, it's been, it's just been a nightmare for me because of where I live and no shows and such a big break. I've just been any, I'd, like, I'd never said no. And he popped up and said, yes, straight away, look at the record. All right, no worries. Like, this guy obviously knows what he's doing. Six and one as an amateur, making his pro debut. Um, I think, it, yeah, it's like, it's a good match. Um, but no, I had never really, to be honest, yeah, no disrespect, heard anything or, um, yeah. Never. Well, that's good. That's good to hear because, I mean, the what in the time between uh, your last fight, your last professional fight was against James McBride, which was, again, was another bloody TKO, which was very, very impressive, uh, It's which was back in 2019. So you've had, obviously because of the pandemic, man, like you've, You've had like a bit of time out of the cage, so what? What would you? But it's also a fair bit of a lot of time to improve. So, Absolutely. what would you? What would you say has been the biggest improvement in your camp and in your training since your last fight in two thousand nineteen? Um. Well, I have like obviously the pandemic's been on and that, but like every single day, like nonstop, like I'm still going. Nothing's changed. Um. I've I've learned so much, even in the last. Leading up, even just this fight camp, leading up to this fight, like um, just stuff with my coach. Like every single session, I take maybe it might be a tiny little bit, but from 2019 back then, a tiny little bit every day, every week, to where I am now, I can't, I cannot wait to get into the 
into the cage again and show from then that fight, like I was my debut for pro. Um, and yeah, I, I, dominant, dominant performance, but this fight, like I'm, I know I'm a new animal compared to that one. And that one I was, you know, yeah, I just can't wait. I might be one and zero, like, but I've had one and zero. but you know, I've had the other fights and I've just leveled up so much since then. Um, in all aspects, like BJJ, uh, like obviously I, I prefer more so my fights because I've had so many boxing, kickboxing. Um, quite confident in the stand up, but I've grinded jits, grinded all my wrestling like nonstop. We've got good guys in the gym coming through. We've got a good team forming, and every aspect, like everyone's good at their own things. And we're all, you know, like come together and man, I feel yeah, every, everything. I feel, yeah. It's a, it's a, um, yeah, crazy time, but I just, yeah, I've leveled up so much. I'm ready to go. No matter what happens, confident. That's actually a very good to hear because when I talk to fighters, man, like um, they when we have people on the show, they when I always I always ask about the pandemic. The pandemic was you know it was unprecedented, and it sucks for people such as yourself because we pretty much live inside gyms like twenty four seven. You know, always training because you know we're always on that constant improvement, and then they take that away from us. Uh, obviously because of the whole uh, lockdown and all which is again understandable yeah. but I always ask about like uh what were, you, the, what were you guys doing like some tell me they would uh set up a bag at home or they'd still meet with their coach yeah. in the park or, like what were you doing specifically if the gyms when the gyms um, were closed i would um or i would just honestly after a while there i because I, I didn't have a bag at home i set up a few things you go to gym and i like, just wait and Saw sort of those bits and pieces. I got some pads from the gym and body bags and mail to do like MMA sort of stuff. But one of my friends, we um we kind of like um you know linked up and were most days we we're hitting each other up. Here's a mate from the gym and just my best mate in general. Um yeah, we would like most days just do you know sessions in the garage, down at the park, whatever. Like and then other days maybe train like striking and because you can't grapple, we had no mats or whatever, but. It would strike and um and then on the days I'd go for runs and I kinda yeah, got into running a fair bit and um yeah, to be that that's really what kept me busy. Like I just wanted to stay fit, stay on it, like so that when we're back I'm ready to go straight away. Um but yeah, I was it was it I well, I could do what I can like what I could with what I had really. Like I had to wear couldn't get in the gym because of the lockdown, so I worked with a mate and then just stayed fit like by, by running a lot and you know doing all that sort of exercise, but yeah. Uh, that's, that's good to hear, man. So right now um, you compete at Walter Weight. So you're roughly like two weeks out. Like uh, how's the weight cut going? Or is there much of a weight cut for you? Um, well, so I've also, <laughs> it's been a bit of a bizarre one. So my first pro fight was a catch weight fight. So I had originally planned to, that was 75 because my original opponent, something happened with he was coming from i think new, yeah, new zealand he couldn't get here but um oh, that was for 70 kilos so my actual like division that i have like fight in but i haven't fought in yet because of the whole thing is yeah lightweight so um yeah <laughs> so that was a catch weight 75 that one was and then i had struggled to get an opponent for this show coming up I, there was a show earlier in the year that i just couldn't get matched for um not sure why I just couldn't no opponents, whatever. Anyway. And then for this show, originally I had a guy from Perth 
who um, that was at 70 kilos. Um, and then the borders happened and the show got pushed back. It was supposed to be uh, August, got pushed back, and then the borders happened. So my, he couldn't get here. And then I got the new opponent. Um, and Mitchell fights at 66, I'm pretty sure, is his like, division. So we kind of organized catch weight, which will be 68 and a half. So, yeah, the weight cut is going good. I've, um, I've never really, because for like my amateur fight, amateur career, like it was all about just learning, you know, like trying to kill my body. Just it was about learning like, the weight. I'd sort of fight a few kilos less than what I maybe was or whatever, but it was never like weight cuts, you know, like just what I was comfortable just to get the experience. But for this one, um, I hired, oh, like I've been working with uh, Condition Nutrition. Oh, Peter. And yeah. Peter is the man, yeah. Yeah, he's the man. He came on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Ah, oh, shout out to Peter. He's a very, yeah, shout very, out to Peter. yeah. <laughs> he's very, very yeah, knowledgeable as well. That was probably Absolutely. one of the most, uh, probably one of the most. Uh, what is it? In terms of podcasts, I definitely learned a lot from that man. So, yeah. how did you get in touch with Peter? Um, honestly, just through Instagram, social media. Like we just kind of we were like uh, talking here and there, and then. I was like, this fight lined up and I was like, I need a nutritionist. My girlfriend, she's studying nutrition nutrition science. So she's sort of on the same route as that. But um, I just wanted like, she's kind of helped me with my food in the past, but um, I wanted someone, you know, who's fight specific. And I thought I already like have a good relationship with him. He's bloody good at what he does. And yeah, I chatted to him, we got it going. And man, the weight cut's been good. It doesn't even feel like a weight cut, to be honest. Wow. How much? Weight's for more. From the time you started the weight cut, how much, sorry, how much specific weight, as I specifically, how many kilos you need to cut down to, to get to the catch weight? Um, so it's 68 and I'm usually sort of around high 70s. So I've sort of dropped about four or five kilos already. And then, you know, you do your cut and that, but um, yeah, yeah, probably five, five kilos so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, I don't feel like weak enough. I feel fine-tuned, um, feel strong every session. You know, I feel energized, can go all day. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good to hear. So because you, when it comes to weight cuts, especially when you're saying you're dropping down to 68 in the high 70s, that's really almost like a good 9, 10 kilos for you, which is yeah. a substantial amount of body weight. And to drop that much and still feel like – almost like exactly the same as what you i feel better to be honest like i feel like like i i eat good but now that i've got like the fine tuning from him and you know like it's all proper like way down that like i feel like this is sort of where i'm supposed to naturally be you know but um yeah like oh i feel i feel good and i'm dropping the weight and i'm feeling better i'm feeling stronger everything yeah is this has this been the most amount of weight you've ever had to drop yeah 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 Yeah. I, I don't feel, yeah, I feel good. That's great to hear, man. And you still have a couple more weeks. So what's the game plan for the next two weeks then uh, in terms of training and in terms of uh, the weight cut? Um, yeah, well, I left like to obviously the food and that with Peter, he's, that's what he's doing. Um, and yeah, it's falling off. I'm feeling good training wise because like the restrictions are all weird. So legally as a professional athlete, you're allowed to train. So um, still doing that, but it's obviously a bit restricted. Um, yeah, just keep on sort of doing what I'm doing. I'm getting in a few a couple of sessions a day and um, still grinding, doing that what I can. Um, but 
yeah, the weight, the weight, I have no, no stress at all with the weight. Training, I feel fit. I feel fine, still going. Obviously, it's a bit hard and restricted, but everyone in, you know, Victoria is, so doing what I, what I can. But, um, yeah, I feel good to go. Game plan, yeah, just keep doing what I've been doing, you know. And also, there's another thing to point out as well that uh, you've mentioned that you started fighting from a very, very young age as well, and then you probably uh, fought through high school and now you're fighting pretty much full-time. Did you, what were you doing when you were an outside agent? Did you ever have a, uh, were you working like a typical job or would you just? Yeah, um, so in school, I was doing in school and then, you know, training after school every day. But right now, like, I, I do work at a full-time job. I'm, I'm an apprentice plumber. I'm a third-year plumber. So, um, yeah, like, I train. I do most of my sessions after work at night. Like, I might do a session and then go from one gym to another gym. Um, but my day usually consists, like, a, it's pretty big. You get you get used to it, but I start work at 5.30 every morning. So, I'm up at about, you know, four, 5 o'clock, getting ready, Whoa. go to work. Wow. Yeah, and then I work. And I work the whole day, um, finish work at about 2.33, pack my bag, go straight to the gym, do whatever, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's all kickboxing and sparring and boxing and at uh, my other gym, XFC, but in Noble Park. So we have gyms in multiple locations, but I go there to train with like my other, the other pro fighters there. Um, and then I'll go from there to back to Karen Downs. At, you know, I'll probably say the Noble Park or, Wherever, wherever it may be, but I usually have one session usually around 4, 4.30. I have an hour break, however long it takes to get from one gym to the other. I do my strength and conditioning, all my other um, styles. And, yeah, and then – so that's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, it's all the gym. I do my MMA, wrestling, grappling. And then, you know, sort of home by 9, 9.30, have some food, wash up, go to bed, repeat up at 5, you know, the next day, every day. Yeah, so it's 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 um it's a big like big uh, let's say it's like you know it's a big like it's a big thing like every working every day full time and then training full time fighting full time, yeah. um but you know you get used to it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, because that's like a pretty fucking hectic schedule as well. Well, especially yeah. working as a as part of like a some guys. I mean, I'm talking to they they work labor jobs. Uh, yeah. You know, some guys, you know, they tell me they work as an electrician or working as scaffolders or they're working yeah. as like... Manual labor, uh, it's yeah, it's hard on the body as it is. Yeah. But the thing is with me, they also tell me like they like it because it's it really toughens them up. They try, try and treat it as like a workout because the feeling that I get from a lot of these fighters, they're not the kind of people who could who would ever want to settle for a desk job. Uh no. Yeah, I, I could feel. I got the feeling like you're kind of like the same thing. You would never settle for a desk job, would you? <laughs> no, that's it. Even like growing up, I'm like, you know, I always wanted to be outside and yeah, doing some some sort of trade, hands on, whatever it may be. But my 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 big grand plan is yeah. Once I finish my apprenticeship, I love plumbing. It's been great, you know. I love it. But once I finish it, I just want to hundred percent like. It's not not that this is a backup plan because I love it and like you know I do like enjoy my job. But once I am able to finish my apprenticeship, you know, I'm going 110. percent Well, I'm yeah. That's my goal, you know. So yeah. for the time being, uh, can you run me through like what would you do? 
I know you gave me great, into great detail about when it comes to work as well, but like, can you run me through what you would learn in a typical like fight week for you? Like, I mean, can you break it up? Like on Monday, okay, my coach says we're going to focus on grappling. Tuesday, we're going to focus on uh, kickboxing. On Wednesday, we're going to focus yeah. on boxing. Run me through what you go through week to week, or does it vary? As in just fight week or just in normal? Just in normal, yeah. Normal, yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, Monday, yeah, I work and then like I'd work till about yeah two thirty. Um, come home, pack my bag, maybe have a quick snack, um, go to training, and then uh, kickboxing at the Naval Park gym. Mm-hmm. Then uh, for a couple of hours, I do that. It's a hard, intense session with the other pros. Like I'm not sure if you have looked, but yeah, I train with like undefeated like one of the boys marcus burke you know he's a australian champion kickboxing all these guys and they all they're like it's hard work there it's good and then um i'll go from there to back to carry downs my gym and then do strength and conditioning of some sort whatever it maybe varies whatever there's a group of us that'll do it um then tuesday is yeah work again i start training at six o'clock uh, MMA. So I do an M- MMA session for an hour, an hour and a half, and then straight into yeah, jujitsu for an hour and a half as well, finishing up at about nine o'clock, 9 p.m. Um, and then, yeah, mon- then repeat Wednesday is the same as a Monday. Tuesday is the same as Thursday. Friday um, is back at Noble Park where we do all that sparring and hard drills and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, Saturday we do wrestling. So Saturday morning, you know, up wrestling, strength and conditioning, and then into wrestling. Um, yeah, Sunday's usually rest day. Wow. So if you don't mind me asking, because I personally am a strength coach here in Perth at the UFC gym in Balcata, what do you uh, what do you do specifically for your strength and conditioning? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah. Um, well, we we usually do like lots of uh, we'll like choose like sort of like say a section of the body like we're gonna do legs and all that sort of stuff but it's lots of lots of circuit sort of things like explosive high intensity you know 30 second steps lots of um yeah i'd say lots of circuits um not so much i haven't really been a big heavy like weight kind of person like now like i don't really lift weights but all my strength and conditioning is you know sprints um stuff on the bike lots of just body weight stuff stuff with weights but it's all like intervals and training and like that, which is smash them out. And, um, yeah, probably an area I could where I could, you know, fine tune a bit more as well. But um, what I've done so far, I feel, I feel good. And um, yeah, it's lots of more so, yeah, just lots of uh, circuit training and high intensity stuff. And man, if it helps, it helps. That's what I really like to ask a lot of fighters. Yeah. Some guys, they you know, they have very sport specific exercises which they follow. Some people usually circuit training does usually uh, follow it, and usually like to tell me like to do it in like five minute rounds or three minute rounds, like yeah. it would be specifically for when you actually have the actual match itself, and also mix yeah. things like you know a boxing round or a BJJ round, anything like that. Um, do you and in terms of the other thing I'd like to also bring to is because being when it comes to a fighter's life, it's it's a very, very um I don't mean it's a negative way, but it's a very selfish life because you're very, very focused on like constant improvement, you know, a lot of fighters. And you've got to be really. Yeah, you have to be because 
it's like that obsession, you know. I mean, you either want it or you don't fucking want it. And if you want it, you got to go through all the hard yards to get there. Uh, but another thing is that a lot of fighters I've spoken to is they are very uh, what's the best word that they they're, they're very loyal people as well because yeah. They know that they're what they're in is on a very hard path, but the people who stick to them, they will always stand by. So yeah. that's that's what's the other thing. Now, because your life is pretty full on, isn't it? It is like working as a plumber, you know, constantly training. Like, uh, what about um, like how do you balance like your life? You mentioned earlier on that you have a girlfriend and all that. Like, how do you like disconnect from the training? Like, how do you disconnect from you know the constant working on the yeah. twenty four seven? Yeah, um, to be honest, I kind of just, I don't know, squeeze it in like Sundays and, you know, Saturdays. Like, I'm not a drinker. I don't I remember the last time I had a drink, but um, I don't know. Like, I just hang out with like my mates like, whenever I get the chance. Sometimes <laughs> if I just, you know, if I need that break, I will like, finish training and then go hang out with them. Even if it is late, I'll, you know, I need that break. I need to socialize. I'll go to my girlfriend's house like quite often after training. Over the weekend, we spend a lot of like time together. Just um, when, whenever I am not working or not training, like even if it's you know hour here and there, like I'm always with my mates, I'm always with them, my girlfriend, um, family, you know, just doing something. But I, yeah, I try, I try not to. When I'm like training, is training, and I love it. And when it's off time, it's off time. So, like you know, like weekends, I'll. Or like once training's finished on the weekend, like I'm free. I'm just gonna, you know, have do me and hang out, chill out. Um, yeah, whatever it may be, you know, going down to the beach, going to grab something to eat, just hanging out. Yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy, but just simple that's, things. That's good to hear. Like, do you have any like uh, specific hobbies, or is there anything in general like you like to do? They just help, help take off, or is it just always fighting, usually twenty four seven? Um, yeah, fighting is my pace to be honest. Like, if I've got any, if I'm wound up from anything, you know, I go to the gym, I train, and I forget about everything. That's just my that's how I calm down. That's you know, without training with lockdown, it's like it is hard because you, you get wound up, like you're just stuck inside, you can't really go to the gym and get like that outlet. But, um, yeah, I the gym's ne- it's never ever felt like a chore, no matter what. Never, that's my like, I love that place. Like, that's my you know. That's my go-to. Um, yeah. Other than that, I don't really have any sort of big like hobbies kind of thing. I, I enjoy, I really enjoy like going away, camping, fishing, all those sorts of things, you know, um, but no other sports kind of thing. Yeah. It's just mainly fighting. Yeah. Understood. So now you're fighting a couple of weeks against Mitchell. Obviously it's going to be a big favorite in cap because you want to maintain that undefeated record. Uh, yeah. Once this fight is through, do you have any set plans for the rest of the year? Now, I understand that it is September. We've only got like, we're in the last quarter of the year. But is there anything yeah. that you plan to accomplish before the year is through? Um, to be honest, just get back in there ASAP. Like, I've had lots of lost time due to obviously the pandemic. But um, yeah, just get straight back in there. Like, while I'm young, you know, hit strike while the iron's hot, get in there um, and just. If an opportunity, uh, if a fight pops up, I'm going for it. That's it. And that's, that's the plan, you know. So, yeah, as long as I can think ahead, just get in there, get them done while I'm young, you know. Get in, make a diff- like, make a, a deal, you know. 
do what I can. Understand. Now, when you talk about as many fights as possible, it's good good that you put that up because uh, one thing I always say is that when it comes to working with fighters and talking with fighters all the time, um, I love one thing I love about them the most is that they are incredibly goal driven, and it's not like just oh yeah, I want to fight this many times this year. They they have goals for everything, like uh, oh yeah, I want to get another stripe on my blue belt or I want to get a strap my black belt or I want to just, you know, yeah. or want to do this moon, moon bo- boxing rounds. Uh, so I always like to really ask them this question right towards the end of the podcast is like, where do you see yourself within like the next three years? Um, yeah. Funny you say that. Like I'm in my bedroom and I've got three big <laughs> sheets with all my goals. <laughs> you know? see? So every Don't day I wake up, I look at that. I'm like, I'm getting after it, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Why do you say that? That's funny. Oh, <laughs> I love it. But um, yeah, you know, just keep the undefeated record, keep smashing it, like keep loving it um, and see where it takes you. International, that's the plan. Um, yeah. Is that, is that what's I, on the list right now? That's what's on the list. They've got one, two, three, four, five and oh, and then it's just like a next, the new. Yeah, so it's like two and oh, three and oh, four and oh, five and oh. It won't happen by itself. And then I've got like UFC, just big plans, you know. That's Dream big, awesome. you never know. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, man. I, pre- I appreciate that. That's like the first time someone's actually shown me that. Um, what is it? That that piece of paper on the stage. It's been right there on your wall too. Is that? That's That's, it, yeah. That is an incredibly positive way to put it because one thing I'm always telling everybody is if you want to do something, like fucking write it down. Like I'll show you write this. Write it down. Write it down because like for me, this is like a step, like a standard. Like day of a diary, like everything I've got to do in a day, the list, tasks. And because the reason why is I always tell everyone, if you don't write it down, it doesn't get done because no. once once you've written, written it down as well, you've consciously committed to it and then yeah. you don't get it done. It, so you it, it bothers see it. You. It, you, it. It's not just in your head and you forget about it. It's there. Like, you know, it's there. Get after it. Yeah. Plus, I also tell people, like, if it comes to small tasks, just do it straight away. If you don't do it straight away and say, oh, yeah, don't, I'll do it in five minutes. You'll never do it in five minutes. you, you got to do it straight away. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, man, I uh, appreciate you sharing that, now, sharing that with me. Now, uh, we're just heading up to the end of the uh, podcast. I just wanted to ask you, man, this is the part where I'd like to just say to the fighters, like, you know, it's, it's against a selfish road, but I don't believe that anybody's ever a self-made uh, man. I honestly believe that the people around us are the ones that build us up. So this is the point of the, point of the podcast where I just say, man, like, is there any, is it, do you want to take the time or would you like to take the time to extend any gratitude or is there anyone in particular you want to thank, anyone you want to give a shout out to? Yeah, um, just obviously, you know, my support, supporters, my family, my friends, my girlfriend and um my gym yeah my gym's been ever since we like they i owe it to them I, I don't have any big sponsors but if you want to get on board get on board hit me up um, <laughs> um but yeah just my gym like i owe it to them they're you know they're family me they um yeah everything everything i have learned and that is because of them not only with fighting but life lessons so shout out to them and yeah thanks to everyone who supports me day to day and yeah you know yeah i uh, thank him i wouldn't be able to do it without him that's for sure absolutely that's good day man that's a very very well spoken uh anyway man thank you very much for your time i appreciate what you're doing right now you're definitely on your way uh best of luck 
uh, on for your fight in the next couple of weeks. Now, if my if my uh, obviously my followers or the audience would like to stay in touch with you, how can they find you? Um, on the Instagram at uh, yeah Jack Lyons in the May. Um, yeah, I keep it. Try and keep on updated as much as I can on there, and you know, it's all things life related, whatever. I'm me. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's it. That's good to hear, man. All right, chat lines. Appreciate you taking time, man. All the best, and yeah. keep. And I will be making sure I'm following you, constantly following you, and all the best for your fight in a couple of weeks, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for having me on.